please be seated in his awesome presence. And I just follow on the lead from the choir, or should I say from the Holy Spirit, because my topic actually is keep moving. And so when I heard that song, I just looked up and I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your words that you have sent on ahead of your children. We will keep moving by your grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. For those of us who are aware, it's our month of advancement. Making advancement means that you are moving, that you are making progress, that you are not stagnated, remaining on the same spot. But by his help, we'll move forward. We'll keep moving to that better place in the name of the Lord Jesus. Please turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 2. Deuteronomy 2, and I'm just going to take the first three verses. It seems to me as if a lot of us rely on the screen. Where are our Bibles? The sword of the Spirit. Be armed with your sword. Okay, I'll read. Then we turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me. And we skirted Mount Seir for many days. And the Lord said, spoke to me, saying, You have skirted this mountain long enough. Turn northward. Turn northward. And that's where, after reading that, I just said to myself, Keep moving. Don't stop. Even though you've been going around that mountain for so long, you have skirted it for so long. You know the skirting board round about in your homes? It is just there. And you've gone round and round. And then the Lord spoke to the children of Israel or to Moses. It's enough now. Make progress. You might feel that you are moving. You know, and as I was preparing all this, what was coming to my mind is, has it ever occurred to you that there are times that we keep, there's movement, you know, but there's no progress. How many of us go to the gym? I knew there would be a few sounds. And you go on that treadmill. Not to say that I do it a lot, but I have. And you go on that, and you keep going. In fact, I've been on a treadmill before, and it gave me the number of laps, and I could see a big field on the same spot. And when I finished, I stepped down. Well, something happened. Maybe I shifted some calories, but that was about it. I was still in the same room, standing right next to the treadmill. And another picture comes to my mind, for those of you who love pets, or you've heard of hamsters. You know the hamster? And it goes on that wheel. In fact, that was a picture that actually came to my mind. And I turned to my husband. I said, hamster's wheel, hamster's wheel. You know, on the hamster's wheel. And the hamster just keeps going around. And it can expend a lot of energy. And that is what happens to us sometimes. When we expend a lot of energy, but we're not going anywhere. It happened to the children of Israel. Shall we go to battle? Shall we not? What shall we do next? And they just kept going around. And then the Lord spoke to Moses. It's enough now. Make progress. Go up north. 
In actual fact, I went back and I read that passage, and it was saying that when the Lord said to Moses, go north, where they were, north of where they were was Canaan, the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. And so they were to make their way towards that better place. They were to make their way towards the promised land. And you remember what Pastor Raph was sharing with us last week. You are making efforts to get to that promised land. But there are a lot of obstacles. A lot of things can be thrown in our path. But my prayer today is that we will make progress in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thought we would do a little bit of soul searching and say, what are those areas where I thought to myself, this time, 2016, this is where I'll be. By his help, not by our own help. What are the promises that we held on to last year? God, you have promised. And then we're still here in 2016, so it seems. It is the time now to say, I'm going to keep moving. I'm not going to remain on the same spot. And that's why I have been praying that, Lord, where any one of us has been discouraged today, let our hearts be encouraged again. You know, where our feet, where we're getting weary. You know, people get battle weary. When you are constantly at battle, David, David went to battle even for he was a man of war, wasn't he? Constantly in battle. You know, he got to a point, he got so tired. He even went to battle with them. They nearly killed him. And the servant said, "Uh, King, please go home. We'll take you home. You are battle weary. Leave it to the rest of us to fight. We will not be battle weary in the name of the Lord. The Lord will strengthen us. You search yourself. As I'm speaking, please search yourself. Is it in terms of your job? Is it in terms of your marriage? Is it in terms of your health? Whatever it is, I, I, I cannot... You know, mention them all. But each one of us here, as we are seated with our different faces, I know we have the different things on our minds that we are trusting the Lord for to make advancement. For a start, it is God's will that we advance. He has made it so in life, in nature, that we move from one stage to the other. We are not destined to remain on the same spot. You know that? Even our children, if you put them on the same spot, you know, the teachers will say they've got ants in their pants because they're constantly fidgety, wanting to move on. And it is our duty as parents to then train our children for the next stage. Same as how the Lord has been preparing us for the next stage. You know, I thought to myself, Sister Rebecca and myself, we were speaking this morning and we're talking about the many sermons on that your phone that got stolen. And sometimes I think of this, um, what, what do you call it? <laughs> One grandmother would say, implement. You know, you think of it, and you think of the resources that are there. But what are we doing with them? They are to equip us to move forward. They are to equip us to make progress, to make advancement. And so you think of those areas. Be praying into it as you're trusting God. Say to yourself, before I leave this place today, the Lord himself will open my eyes. I will see those areas that I need to work on and the Lord will help me in the name of the Lord Jesus. In your mind, zero in. Because you know, sometimes if we don't have any expectation, when it happens, we won't know. 
So expect something. Expect that area where you're thinking, in this area, Lord, by your help, I'm going northward. And then you can come back and say, Lord, you promised me. But if you haven't got anything to take before the Lord, you wouldn't say one of those things. Zero in on something and say, Lord, I'm trusting you. You know, the eagle is one that I pitch that is really interested in advancement, if you like, for his eaglet. You know, when they are fledging, I went back and I did a little read. And I was talking about the eagle and how the eagle trains the eaglets to fly. In fact, story has it, and I don't know whether it is true, but story has it that eagles, if you leave them the way they are, they actually won't fly. Did you know that? Story. It says that they won't fly. They won't know how to fly. So if you have an eagle and you put them amongst chicken, they will remain, they might even think they are chicken. You know, look up, see the eagle coming. They won't know how to run because they don't know how to fly. They have to be trained to fly. And so, as I said, the story has it that, you know, the eaglets, after a little while, when they reach a certain stage of maturity, which I want to believe that we are reaching, when they get to that level, the eagle will come and say, eaglet, it is enough now, and push off the cliff. And do you think that is the end? No. Part of the training is that the eagle, the mother eagle, will then swoop down underneath and pick up that eaglet, take back to the, to the cave or the nest, thank you, for a little while. That's your training for the day. Another time again, pick up, drop, and pick again. Until such a time. You know when the eaglet is going, it begins to flap his wings begins to get some power in those wings. And after a while, mother drops and off he goes. You know, God has been training us. Let's go back to the resources that the Lord has been giving us. Let me go back to my passage. And so we read about the children of Israel. We read about how they went around for so long. God promised them, you're only going to go through the wilderness, but because of the hardness of their heart, and God wanted to test them and see what they are made of. It turned to 40 years. And so they went round and round, and God said, okay, make your way now. Let's go towards Canaan. But as they were going, he gave them instructions through Moses. And he said, on your way, you are going to meet such and such set of people. In fact, it was along in the passage, it was talking about the Edomites, for example. The descendants of Esau. Don't fight with those ones. You know, when you left um, Egypt, you have a lot of resources. Pay your way through. You know, don't fight them. I've given them that land. He said, when you move from there, you move to another land. You know, walk there. Pay. And eventually, he said, when you get to another land, fight for that land to possess it. You know what occurred to me there? I paused when I read that passage and I said, you know, God gives us instructions. All that our ears will be open. All that we will hear. You know, he gives those instructions. David was one. He would always go back to the Lord. Lord, they have come. They have taken our wives, our children, and all the things that belong to us. What shall we do? Shall we pursue them? Shall we overtake them? And the Lord said, yes, go, pursue them, overtake them, and recover all. 
And that's exactly what happened. The first thing I want to drop here is, please, let's go back to the Lord. Listen and listen hard. Listen until you are sure. You know, so someone would say, when you're at a traffic light, you know, until it turns green, please don't move. Until you're sure of what the Lord is saying. Maybe it will be time, as Moses was saying the other day, um, I said the other day, and, you know, as he was saying, and he said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. But thereafter, God said, no, 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 it's okay. Just go through. Let's listen to what the Lord is saying to us. Now, why do we need this? And that's, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this with us. The why there is because God wants us to move. So that is established. God has a plan for your life. God has a destination for you. Why don't you find out from the Lord? What would you have me do? Where are you leading me to? And once we know, what do we do? And I have a few points that I just picked up prayerfully. I didn't just pick them up. The first thing is, why don't you stay focused? Keep your eyes on the Lord. The Bible says he's the author and finisher of our faith. You know, about the Lord himself, for the race that was set before him, he knew what to do. He was focused. Let's emulate him. Stay focused. You know, what's, what I was thinking about there is, don't leave, um, you know, you're on a, on, on a spot. Don't say, this is not working out. Now it's time to go to the next one. Oh, I'll just leave. You know what it is like when some of us are driving and there's a bit of traffic there, two lanes, and you think, that one is faster. And then you switch lanes. Has it happened to anybody here before? Especially in the mornings when we're doing the school run. And then I switch to the next lane. And then the people that I left behind, I see them drive past me. And sometimes I say to myself, just stay there. We will reach our destination. So the first thing there is stay focused. Psalm 123 verse 3 or verse 2. Psalm 123 verse 2, you can put it up, but I'll continue speaking. It says, Behold, as the eyes of the servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of a mistress, so our eyes wait upon our Lord until he has mercy on us. Be determined. Propose in your heart, like, like Daniel proposed. I will wait until God has mercy on me. I think Job too, in all that he went through, he said, I will wait until my change comes. Stay focused, be determined. This is not, it's when we're in the midst of the storm, it's not the time to panic. I'm not a great swimmer. I've always been a learner swimmer all my life. I'm constantly learning. But I know that when one is maybe at the deep end or even in the sea and what do you call the lifeguard? They come to rescue you. It is not the time to struggle apparently because both yourself and the lifeguard, you can take them down. When you're in the midst of the storm, it's not to struggle. It's not the time to panic and make rash decisions. It's the time to stay still. And the Lord will give us that grace to stay still in the name of the Lord Jesus. What's the next one I have here? It's about that man at Bethesda in that porch 
And he had been there for so many years. And he thought, is this ever going to happen? All he was waiting for was the staring of the, of the waters. And then whoever moves in first, the Lord, well, it's believed that the angel of the Lord touches and heals. But that man was there five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and on and on. But he stayed put, and the Lord met him there. It is not in every situation that you have to stay put. Please find out from the Lord. But where you have to stay put, please stay there. Let the Lord meet you there. The story is said of a woman who was trusting the Lord for a spouse. And she was told, this church where you are, you, you're not going to find a spouse here. Why don't you try that church and that church, that gathering and that assembly? And then she said, no, no it's okay. This is where I believe that I should be. I think some of you would have heard this story before. Maybe she was in multimedia or something. And she was sorting out the microphone in the front of the church. That's how her spouse found her in church. She could have moved. I'll just go to another parish. I'll just go to another church. I'll just go to another gathering. But the Lord met with her there. Why don't you find out where am I supposed to be? And the Lord will meet with you there. Another one is draw strength from the Lord. The first one is stay focused. You know that man walking the tight, tight rope walkers? There was a man, I don't know how many years ago that was, and I was watching this on telly, and he was going to, was it the Niagara? Did anybody watch that? On a tight rope, either the Niagara or one of those um, waterfalls, on a tight rope. And he did it. And he was asked, how do you do it? Well, a Christian, because he said he prays and his family prays with him. Daredevil, I would call him. But he had, you know, those sticks and he was focused on the other side. And he reached the other side. The next one is draw strength from him. From him. We need strength to make any advancement. There was another thing I was reading about. I, I used to work in the military. Um, I worked in the Ministry of, Ministry of Defense um, for a few years before I came here. Um, alongside my husband, we were civilians though. But I worked in the military. And I was quite interested in, if you see a military man, even if they're not in uniform, when they are walking, you will know from their gates, that's a military man. And I was reading about the infantry and, and the different strategies that people use when they go to battle. And there are some that use that physical advancement. You will probably see it with some of the, when there are, not raids, but you know, when the police have to push people back, they advance physically, you know, chest to chest, or is it shoulder to shoulder like that? And they advance and push back. For you to do that, you need physical strength. You can't just go a wimp kind of a person and say, I'll push back. We need the strength of the Lord. And that's the next one. Draw strength from the Lord. What's your power source? In praying, let us pray. I was speaking to a brother yesterday and he said, Sister, we will pray until something happens. Push. Go back to your power source in prayer. 
in seeking counsel, in reading the word of the Lord. But let us draw strength from him. You know, the disciples were sharing earlier this morning. The disciples, when they were in that storm, they could have done anything on the sea. But they turned to the Lord for help and said, Master, do you not care that we perish? How can you be sleeping in this storm? And the Lord rose for their sakes and he rebuked the storm. The Lord will rebuke every storm that is raging in any life, in any situation, in any home, in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord will rise for our sakes in the name of the Lord. David cried unto the Lord. In any of these examples, I always go back to David because he seemed to know the answer. No wonder the Lord called him a man after my own heart. He knew, even the times that he sinned, he knew what to do, to go back to the Lord. Look at this one, Psalm 34, 46. You can put up the scripture, and again, I'll carry on reading. Psalm 34, 46. It says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. This poor man, it could be David speaking about himself. He cried unto the Lord and the Lord heard him. So draw strength from him. Remember the disciples cried unto the Lord. Do you not care? This old man cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard him. How about that man? He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. We need to cry out to the Lord. You know, I've heard it said in many gatherings that this is not the time to be, you know, maybe posh about it or whatever. When you need help, you need help. When you are drowning, you know, you don't say it in a psychedelic way, if you like. But you say it in such a way that people around will hear that somebody is crying for help. The Lord will hear our every cry because he will draw us up and take us forward and we will reach our destination in the name of Jesus. I was saying there that Jesus himself, he sought help. Do you know that? Jesus himself sought help. You know, he went about doing good. He went about healing those who were sick, those who were lame, those who were blind. But it came to a point in time when he felt the cross he was carrying was too much for him. He sought help. He went to the garden to pray. He took some people with him. Even the helpers, the doze. They prayed for a bit and then dozed. And, ah, is it too much for you to pray? But the Bible says in Luke 22, verse 42, Luke twenty-two forty-two. 42. Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. May that angel appear to strengthen us in the name of the Lord Jesus. The time that we cry out for help, may the heavens hear us and send us help 
in the name of Jesus. You know, I always say to myself, you know, when maybe at work, for example, maybe we're panicking about something, I say to myself, you know, the difference for me is that I know where I can turn to for help. I know I can turn to God for help. I know I can pray, and I know that the heavens will send me help. In whatever situation you are, encourage yourself. We have somebody that we can call on to. The Bible says the Lord our God is the one who answers prayers. That is why all flesh turn to him. We turn to our God and he hears us. Leave the past behind. As much as they are staying focused, as much as they are drawing help from the Lord, please don't let your past deter you. I've had it said that the enemy of your future is what? Is the past. The enemy of the future is the past. Because what he does is he brings to remembrance maybe some of the ways that we did that were not right. The intention of that is to draw us back. Is to deter us from moving forward. You know, I, let me use eating for example. You know, maybe you've put yourself on a very strict um, diet or regimen. And then one day you come across cheesecake or something that is quite tantalizing. And then you eat it. You wouldn't then say, I've eaten this, I'll just sit down and finish the whole lot, would you? Would you? I wouldn't. I'm just going to leave it. Well, I'll leave it and I'll move on. I can't say that's it, just cancel. Or is it that you are fasting? You remember when we were doing, was it 50 days? Was it 100 days? And then one day along the line, uh, you had a cup of tea. I'm not going to go into details of some of the things that we do. But maybe you had a cup of tea. and ah, Well, I've had a cup of tea now. I'll just end the fast. Would you do that? Uh, well, I wouldn't. I'll just leave it. Cup of tea. Well, that's it. I'll move on. Don't let your past deter you. You know, the enemy has a way of whispering some things to you. If you listen, you will hear. Don't listen. Shun him. Know how to deal with it and move on. Don't let your past hold you back. Don't let your past hold you back. And I'm going to move on swiftly as I can see that thing ticking along. You know, when the Lord promised at the beginning of um, Deuteronomy, and he said, go up north. If you go through the entire book of Deuteronomy, you will see how they traveled back and forth and battled and won and lost and everything. But towards the end of Deuteronomy, when Moses' era was coming to an end, remember the Lord called him, took him to the mountains and said, look around you, east, west, everywhere. You see it. But unfortunately, because of what had happened here, your behavior. You won't reach that land. God was merciful to let him see. He got to see. But there was one thing he did before he left, amongst others, was that he stopped to bless the children of Israel. You know, when you're saying, I must advance, I must move towards that promised land, the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat of the good of the land. We will eat of the good of the land. But for us to eat, be willing. Be obedient to the word of the Lord. In fact, it was like, obey to the letter. Um, in the military setup that I come from, we obey 
before we complain. In fact, I don't think we're even allowed to complain. But the main thing I want to draw out there is that there are blessings ahead of us. Look out for those blessings. If you think there's some gain at the end of that journey, you will advance towards it. You remember how we used to teach our children to walk? You would then have a little bait, isn't it? And you will hold it for the child to walk towards you, to make advancement, and then you give them something. The Lord has lots of promises ahead of us. He's promising us a lot of things. But it takes us to walk into them. Not just walk into them, pray into them. Because the promises could be there on your wall. You know, many of us will put the promises on our wall, but we just leave them there. We need to press into our promise. And the Lord will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. On that note, we're going to rise. On that note, we will rise. Rise to pray. Rise to press into some of those promises. And you will turn with me, please, to Deuteronomy 33. We started from Deuteronomy 2. We have walked our way through to the end of Deuteronomy because we want to press in. Are you there? And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. And I'm going to look at verse 6. I just picked a few. Please, I would encourage us in your time, just go back and have a read at Deuteronomy chapter 33 and pick up blessings from there that you used to pray. I've picked a few. Verse 6. Let Reuben live and not die, nor let his men be few. Let me just give us a little bit more on that one. You know, Reuben, the first of those children, his father cursed him. And he said, Reuben, you will not excel. And it is not Pastor Reuben because Pastor Reuben has excelled in the name of Jesus. He said, Reuben, you will not excel because you went into your father's wife. We're going to pray it this way. Father, according to your promises, I shall live and not die. My men shall be plenty. Go ahead and pray. I shall live, I shall not die. Do you know in this church, one young lady came to me and said, Mama, pray because somebody told me on such and such a day I will die. I said to her, I said, Daughter, you will leave, you will not die. You will leave, you will not die. Speak to yourself. I, Nike, I shall leave, I shall not die. Speak to yourself. I, Glory, I shall leave, I shall not die. Speak to yourself. I, Gloria, I shall leave, I shall not die. I shall live, I shall not die. My men will not be few. My men will not be few. In other words, I will have children and children's children. My generation will be plenty. We will not be extinguished from off the face of the earth. We shall live, we shall live. Speak over your children. 
they shall live, they shall not die. They shall declare the glory of the Lord. And so shall it be, Father, according to your word. For every one of us here today, according to your word, oh God, we will reach the fullness of our times in Jesus' name. We will live, we will not die. Our time will not be cut short in the name of the Lord Jesus. The time of our children will not be cut short. The time of even our parents will not be cut short in the name of the Lord Jesus add to it that Lord according to your word I shall excel I shall excel I shall excel you know this is the, the, the blessing that was given to Reuben he will live he will not die his men will not be few but add to it that I will excel I will excel in the name of the Lord Jesus I will excel by your help by your strength because Lord Almighty you will strengthen me in the name of the Lord Jesus my generation we shall excel in the name of the Lord Father you will help us Father you will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus and so shall it be in Jesus name verse 7 and this is the blessing of Judah. And he said, Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and be thou an help for him from his enemies. You know the prayer there is, Father, hear me when I call. Meet my every need, and give me victory over my enemies. Why don't you go ahead and pray? Hear me when I call. Let it not be that when you are praying and calling out for the Lord and saying, Lord, help me, that the heavens will be sealed. Oh God, let the heavens be open. As you replied, Judah, that he hear us as well. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hear us as well as we call unto you. You listened to Judah. That was the blessing for Judah. That the heavens will hear the call of Judah and will answer him. Send us help, oh God. Help to help us to reach our destination. To reach our destination. Help us, oh God. Hear our cry. When we cry for help, let the heavens hear us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, help us meet our every need. Give us victory over our enemies. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Verse 12. And of Benjamin he said. The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him. And the Lord shall cover him all the day long. And he shall dwell between his shoulders. This is our prayer. Father, according to your word, let me dwell in safety. Cover me with your wings. Go ahead and pray. Let me dwell in safety. Psalm 91. Let me dwell in safety. Keep me from the destruction that flies by night and by day. Lord, so much my fault to my right. So many to my left. But Lord, keep me. Cover me with the pavilion of your wings. Keep me, O oh God. Keep me, O oh God. I will not run into trouble. Trouble will not run into me. In the name of the Lord. Lord, please keep me in safety. Safety in the home. Safety outside of the home. Safety when I am driving. Safety at work. When my children are at school, nobody will go, go in with a gun. When my children are, wherever they are, Lord, you will keep them. Safety, safety, 
safety over the entire house. We pray your safety over the entire house. As many as are listening in far distances, we pray the safety of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, cover us with your wings, O God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let me take one last one. Verse 13. And of Joseph, he said, Blessed of the Lord be his land, for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that crouched beneath, with the precious things of the earth with his fullness, and the favor of him who dwelt in the bush. This is our prayer. Father, bless me with the precious things of heaven. Let's go ahead and pray. As we use that voice, that, that verse, bless me with the precious things of heaven. Bless me with the dew. Bless me with the things that lie in the deep. The blessings of heaven, let it be our portion. In the name of our Lord Jesus, so that we will make advancement. So that we will not remain on the same spot. All the blessings that we need to get there. Father, we pray that you will release unto us. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, let your blessings come over my head. As you release your blessings over the head of Joseph. Release your blessings over my head. Crown my head with your blessings, O oh God. Crown my ears with your goodness, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh God, crown me with your favor. Crown me with your favor. And everything I need to advance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Let's begin to thank the Lord and say, Father, I thank you. Because this particular area that you have taken unto the Lord, the Lord has heard. That particular thing that you have taken unto the Lord in prayer, the Lord is ready to do for you. Why don't we turn back and say, Father, I thank you. Thank you, O God, because you will cause me to dwell in safety. Thank you, O God, because, Lord, you will take me to the promised land. Thank you, O God, because, Lord, you will surround me with your favor to my right and to my left. Thank you, because, Lord Almighty, you will take me onto my high places. You will cause me to walk upon my high places in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you because there's no more stagnation in my life. Thank you because there's no more delay in my affairs in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. All the glory be yours forevermore. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we are so grateful to you. Thank you because, according to your word, you reign in the affairs of men. The psalmist said, what is man that you are mindful of him? But you are so mindful of us, O oh God, and we are grateful. We come back before you this afternoon and we say, thank you, Father. Receive the thanks that we bring unto you in Jesus' name. Thank you for your promises unto us once again this afternoon. Because we will move forward. We will move forward by your help. We will move forward by your grace. Your own wind will bear us up upon eagles' wings and carry us forward. Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you for all the promises that you have released unto us. We hold on unto them, O oh God. We keep our eyes fixed upon you as we turn to you and draw strength. We say, Father, you will strengthen us to reach our destinations in the name of the Lord Jesus. This month of divine advancement, it will not pass by without us moving forward. Forward. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We will keep moving by your help. We will keep moving by your grace and we will return all the glory and honor unto you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.